Welcome to the Morning Scroll. I'm Rabbi Dina Cowens from Mishkan, Chicago, and you're listening to what will be a quick dive into this week's Parsha. If you've been meaning to brush up on your Jewish literacy or you're looking for some inspiration, you've come to the right place. This week, we read Parshat Bishalach, When He Sent, in which Pharaoh finally sends the Israelites off. Here's a quick recap. The Israelites are headed out of Egypt, bones of Joseph in tow, but God wants them to take the long way so they don't run into trouble. The Egyptians notice the Israelites wandering towards the Reed Sea, so they set off in pursuit, having changed their minds, and the Israelites understandably panic. Moses then panics too and prays to God for help, and God tells Moses to reach out his arms over the sea, which splits in half and allows the Israelites to cross on dry land. The Egyptian army follows them into the sea, but just as all the Israelites make it out, the sea closes over the Egyptians and they all drown. Miriam and Moses lead the Israelites in song, and then the Israelites begin their long trek, which really shouldn't have been that long of a trek. They go three days without water, and then they find bitter waters at Mara, and Moses makes them sweet. Then the Israelites start complaining about lack of food, so God tells them there will be food that rains down every night called manna and birds quail that will give them meat. Then, because they haven't been through enough, the Israelites run out of water again, so Moses t- God tells Moses to strike a rock and water comes out. Spoiler alert, this trick really turns on Moses later. And in another rotten turn, the Amalekites come and attack the Israelite camp from behind, preying on the elderly and sick, but Joshua leads an army against them, and with God's help, they defeat the the Amalekites. Okay, I'll be honest, this week was a hard one for me to figure out what to talk about on the podcast, because it's the source of many of my favorite midrashim in all of Jewish tradition, which I guess means that I'll just have to keep doing the morning scroll for several years so I can talk about all of them, but for now... I picked just one, and it is, drumroll please, a real tribute to caregivers who have been heroes taking care of children in a difficult situation. Also, can we just rewind for a second and talk about how truly terrible my mouth drumroll was? Okay, moving on. So the actual literal crossing of the Reed Sea, which has such a huge role in Jewish tradition, actually only gets a couple of verses in the Torah. So the rabbis fill in the gaps. And they, in a real moment of empathy and compassion for a group of men who are pretty absorbed in their own manly concerns, ask a question that would be obvious to anyone who has cared for children, which is, how did the Israelites manage to schlep so many children from one place to another without any meltdowns? Right? Like The exodus seems to go off without a hitch, and we can all assume, if we've ever interacted with children, that that's not a given. So according to the Midrash, they did it with a little help from the sea itself which turns into a sort of miracle vending machine. As the rabbis tell it, as mothers were were crossing while holding their babies, and, you know, in the Midrash, it was only women carrying children, apparently, if a child started to whine, the mother would stick out her arm into the wall of sea that surrounded them and grab a piece of fruit. Of course, the sea wasn't usually so full of apples and dates and fruits, but the rabbis of the Midrash recognized that the greatest miracle in Jewish history could not have happened without adequate child care. So, to all of you out there wrangling childcare and try, trying to keep it together for kids right now, as educators and parents and aunts and uncles, and people being patient in the grocery store as the kid in the next aisle starts to lose it, thank you for making miracles possible. I'll see you next week. <laughs>